Section 7 of Beowulf. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Tad E. Beowulf by Unknown. Translated by Francis Barton Gamere. 18. A cup she gave him with kindred greeting and winsome words. Of wound and gold she offered to honor him, arm jewels twain, corslet and rings, and of collars the noblest that ever I knew the earth around. Ne'er heard I so mighty neath heaven's dome a hoard gem of heroes, since Hama bore his bright-built burge, the bristling's necklace, jewel and gem casket. Jealousy fled he, Aomenric's hate chose help eternal. Heolach Gaet, grandson of Swarting, on the last of his raids, this ring bore with him, under his banner, the booty defending, the war-spoil warding, but word o'erwhelmed him what time in his daring dangers he sought, feud with Frisians. Fairest of gems he bore with him, over the beaker of waves, sovereign strong, under shield he died, fell the corpse of the king into keeping of Franks, gear of the breast, and that gorgeous ring, Weaker warriors won the spoil after gripe of battle from Gaetland's lord and held the death field. Din rose in hall, whilst Theo spake amid warriors and said, This jewel and joy in thou jocund youth, Beowulf loved these battle weeds, wear a royal treasure and richly thrive. Preserve thy strength in these striplings here, counsel and kindress, requital be mine. Hast done now deeds that for days to come thou art famed among folk, both far and near, so wide as washest the wave of ocean his windy walls? Through the walls of life prosper, O prince. I pray for thee rich possessions, to son of mine be helpful indeed, and uphold his joys. Here every earl to the other is true, mild of mood to the master loyal. Thanes are friendly, the throng obedient, liegemen are reveling, list and obey went then to her place that was proudest of feasts flowed wine for the warriors word they knew not destiny dire and the doom to be seen by many an earl when eve should come and hrothgar homeward hasten away royal to rest the room was guarded by an army of earls and erst was done they bared the bench-boards abroad they spread beds and bolsters one beer-carouser in danger of doom lay down in the hall. At their heads they set shields of war, bucklers bright. On the bench were there over each atheling easy to see the high battle helmet, the haughty spear, the corselet of rings. T'was their custom so ever to be for battle prepared at home, or harrying, which it were, even as oft as evil threatened their sovereign king. They were clansmen good. 19. Then sank they to sleep, with sorrow one bought his rest of the evening, as oft time had happened. When Grendel guarded that golden hall, evil wrought till his end drew nigh, slaughter for sins. T'was seen and told how an avenger survived the fiend and was learned afar. The live-long time after that grim fight, Grendel's mother, monster of women, mourned her woe. She was doomed to dwell in the dreary waters, 
cold sea courses since cain cut down with edge of the sword his only brother his father's offspring outlawed he fled marked with murder from men's delights warded the wilds there awoke from him such fate-sent ghosts as grendel who war wolf horrid at heorot found a warrior watching and waiting the fray with whom the grisly one grappled amain but the man remembered his mighty power the glorious gift that god had sent him in his maker's mercy put his trust for comfort and help so he conquered the foe felled the fiend who fled abject reft of joy to the realms of death mankind's foe and his mother now gloomy and grim would go that quest of sorrow the death of her son to avenge to heorot came she where helmeted danes slept in the hall too soon came back old ills of the earls when in she burst the mother of grendel less grim though that terror e'en as terror of woman in war is less might of maid than of men in arms when hammer forged the falchion hard sword gore stained through swine of the helm crested with keen blade carves amain then was in hall the hard edge drawn the swords on the settles and shields a many held firm in hand nor helmet minded nor harness of mail whom that horror seized haste was hers she would high afar and save her life when the liegemen saw her yet a single atheling up she seized fast and firm and she fled to the moor he was for hrothgar of heroes the dearest of trusty vassals betwixt the seas whom she killed on his couch a clansman famous and battle brave nor was beowulf there another house had been held apart after giving of gold for the gaiat renowned uproar filled heorot the hand all had viewed blood flecked she bore with her bale was returned dole in the dwellings twas dire exchange when dane and gaiat were doomed to give the lives of loved ones long tried king the hoary hero at heart was sad when he knew his noble no more lived and dead indeed was his dearest thane to his bower was beowulf brought in haste dauntless victor as daylight broke along his earls the atheling lord with his clansmen came where the king abode waiting to see if the wielder of all would turn this tale of trouble and woe strode o'er flood the famed in strife with his hand companions the hall resounded wishing to greet the wise old king ingwine's lord he asked if the night had passed in peace to the prince's mind twenty hrothgar spake helmet of shieldings ask not of pleasure pain is renewed to danish folk dead is asherah of jermanlaf the elder brother my sage adviser and stay in council shoulder comrade in stress of fight when warriors clashed and we warded our heads hewed the helm bores hero famed should be every earl as asherah was but there in heorot a hand hath slain him of wandering death sprite i wot not whither proud of the prey her path she took fain of her fill the feud she avenged that yesternight unyieldingly grendel in grimmest grass thou killedst seeing how long these liegemen mine he ruined and ravaged 
Reft of life in arms he fell. Now another comes, keen and cruel, her kin to avenge, faring far in feud of blood, so that many a thane shall think, who e'er sorrows in soul for that share of rings, is the hardest of heart bales. The hand lies low that once was willing each wish to please. Land dwellers here, and liegemen mine, who house by those parts, I have heard relate that such a pair they have sometimes seen, march stalkers mighty, the moorland haunting, wandering spirits, one of them seemed so far as my folk could fairly judge a womankind, and one, accursed in man's guise, trot the misery track of exile, though huger than human bulk. Grendel in days long gone they named him, folk of the land, his father they knew not, nor any brood that was born to him of treacherous spirits. Untrod is their home, by wolf-cliffs haunt they, and windy headlands, fenways fearful, where flows the stream from mountains gliding to gloom of the rocks, underground flood. Not far is it hence in measure of miles that the mere expands, and o'er it the frost-bound forest hanging sturdily rooted shadows the wave, by night is a wonder weird to see, fire on the waters. So wise live none of these sons of men to search those depths. Nay, though the heath rover harried by dogs the horn-proud heart, this holt should seek, long distance driven, his dear life first on the brink he yields, ere he brave the plunge to hide his head. Tis no happy place. Thence the welter of waters washes up, Wan to welkin when winds bestir evil storms and air grows dusk, and the heavens weep. Now is help once more with thee alone. The land thou knowest not, place of fear, where thou findest out that sin-flecked being. Seek if thou dare, I will reward thee for waging this fight. With ancient treasure and erst I did, with winding gold if thou winnest back. End of section 7